All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Toilets to Titles, episode number 145. This is week number five of the NFL season, man. We are just moving along. The leaves are falling off the trees. The seasons are changing. Yeah. The sun is going down sooner. It's coming up later. It's getting a little bit colder. And uh, boys of fall, man, or rather the men of fall. Football players are in full swing right now. I'm with me this evening. To bring in the fall, this guy knows everything. It's Joe Knows at Joe J underscore Clark. Joe, how we doing? Uh, doing great, Coach. Doing great. Happy to be here as always. And, yeah, I love this time of the season, man. I love specifically – I love the fall, but specifically October when yeah. it's just starting to get cool, not too cold, the leaves are starting to change, and football season is in full gear man, with, I, all the, with all the injuries and everything. I love, I love, yeah, way, way to just, it was, it was great until you brought up the injuries. Yeah, I love the fall. They, they, we, didn't, we didn't need to bring up the injuries yet. Let's, let's enjoy they the fall. They are stockpiling. Yes. But um, I all, you know, I love Halloween, spooky yeah, season, but I, I also, man, after Halloween, that goes right into festive season. And I love oh, Thanksgiving, yeah. even though the Cowboys usually ruin it for me. Um, Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, the holidays, man, we're, we're in a, this is a great time of year. This is an absolutely is. phenomenal time of year. And, and I'm, I'm happy to be able to, to spend this evening with you, Joe. And I feel like we need to create like an app whenever we create a toilets to titles app, because I know it's coming uh, at some point, we need to have like a, a, a function that instead of ask Jeeves, it's ask Joe, as Joe I, knows. I like it. I like <laughs> and, it. And you could, even if I don't be, know, you'll be on speed dial. Yep. Even if I don't know, I'll pretend. Yeah, well, just it's all whatever, about whatever you say. Yeah, bluff it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll be on speed dial. It'll be live. Joe knows. Any question you have about That's anything. Right. Uh -huh. Only only a, one penny per response. That's all. That's all That's I charge. It. That's it, man. Yep. It goes to the it goes to the jet. It's got to fuel up the jet so we can exactly. we can travel the, the world. The uh, we got Chuck. We got Chuck in the comments. Uh, Chuck Steele. Look for an article. He has an article coming out uh, every Thursday going forward. So so check out toiletsthetitles.com. Follow us on the Twitter at toiletsthetitles. I am on the Twitter at Coach Sheps. Joe is at the Twitter at Joe J underscore Clark. And we are on youtube so if you're listening to us spotify apple podcast anchor podbean you can also check us out on the youtube and it'd be greatly appreciated throw us a subscribe comment like on some of the episodes i believe we're up to 777 so the sevens across the board it's a good day uh subscribers Lucky on number. youtube yeah it, it is and then also uh, if you get a chance uh, throw us a five-star review on apple podcast that really helps and that brings me to this next segment right here we like to read off some of our five-star Apple reviews. I'm jumping around, Joe. So if you're looking at the show notes, uh, I'm all over the place. I shoot from the hip, all right? So I'm going to a five-star like Apple review. This is from Brett90, all right? Not the most interesting uh, name of a review person we've had. We've had some some all over the place. Brett90, pretty simple. Clean cut, Brett. Brett90. I, I have a feeling his name is Brett, and he was probably born in 1990. Just yeah. <laughs> or his name's Brett, and he's 90. One or the other. Those are those are the two options that 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 or his number could be the number he wore. Maybe it was a defense lineman. Mm -hmm. Definitely not Brett Favre. No, no, no. <laughs> he could he could have been a defense lineman. I think that's my guess. Brett, your your guess is he was Brett born 1990. My guess is he's Brett and he wore his number 90. But whatever, Brett, we appreciate you. His comment with his five star review was a cool football show that has good information but keeps everything fun and doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a nice blend that makes for enjoyable listening. It's nice to listen to a sports show that's about actual information and facts, not just conversational opinions for attention's sake that pollutes the major sports shows on radio and television. I would recommend checking it out, and the video version on YouTube is great. Super professional display with great on-screen graphics that don't overpower the host. Man, it's a mouthful. Brett? That's you, awesome. Dude, you really worked for that one, Brett. I'm going to tell you this, man. You're in Frankenstein for free next year. Yeah. Oh. DM me. Yeah. For free. $25. Like Dude, that was, that was a paragraph. So Brett DM me on the Twitter at coach Sheps. Uh, get me your details, your email address. And uh, we're adding, we're adding 36 teams, three divisions to Frankenstein. Cause this year we're at I believe 65 divisions. We're at 60. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go up to eight. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, uh, he's confirming right there. Melvin's Actually, confirming. we're going to go up to nine divisions. Yeah. Yeah. We're going up to nine. No, divisions. eight. We're going to, oh, I'm sorry. We're going up to eight. Okay. Yeah. So, and don't, we're, and don't we're worldwide. Me. Yeah. I know, I know, right? We've got players in Europe and we have players in Australia too. Yeah. It's wild. 
Yeah, and we got this bobblehead back here that you that you could win custom Frankenstein bobblehead. But uh, send me your details, and I will make sure you get in for free next year, man. It's a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward. We already like the growth we did from year two to year three. The changes we made from year two to year three. I can only imagine, like what we are going to evolve into year four of Frankenstein. But right now we're, we're in full swing and it is evolving. But uh, if you can throw us a five-star Apple review, it's a great way to get into Frankenstein and it's a great way to support the show. And if it's a good one, you can get in for free. That's $25 of my money to you. All right. So Joe, why don't you discuss uh, briefly, go over this weekly schedule that we have for all the listeners here. Uh, let me try to squeeze in while Melvin's trying to talk to me over here. My dog is trying to make an appearance, but um, yep. I'll, try, I'll, keep, I'll try to keep. We got we got right. talking dogs here. Yeah, we do. He that's he's a hound dog and he loves to hound. He lives yep. up to his to his name. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> John, I think you're gonna need to do it. All right, I'm gonna care. I'm gonna go ahead. I need right, to, I need to take care of Melvin. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll be right back. No sweat. All right, so Monday nights, if you're a Patreon, Patreon exclusive, patreon.com backslash toilets to titles. Uh, tier one is three dollars and fifty cents. It gets you into our group chat. Tier two is five dollars, and there's a few tiers above that. But those are the the main two that can get you like ground level. Get you into the Discord group chat. Tier two gets you access to the Patreon episode that goes out. Uh, as a team, we all work together on it. We get waiver wire names, and it's all under, I believe, 40% ownership. So we load a doc with names of players who are under 40% ownership on ESPN, and uh, we discuss it. Joe discusses it, this, this man right here, Monday nights, and then it goes on the Patreon app. So waiver wire. So you guys will know by Tuesday morning who you have to take. So if you're in a league where it's time sensitive, who puts in the claim in first, you're going to have early access to that. And then if you're not in a league that that you can do that, like kind of first come basis, you still get great in-depth information. So if you don't get the hot name, there's a bunch of juicy names behind it that are worth picking up. We tell you about that. Obviously, Tuesday nights is our show. After our show at nine o'clock, we got the IDP show, which is one of the newest shows in the network. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, the, the fantasy world is evolving and people are realizing that if you're not playing IDP, you're missing out on a huge portion of fantasy football. Jared Gray, we got Russ, we got Nino. These guys are phenomenal. They talk IDP. They go live at 9. So I recommend if you have the time, stay here directly after this show. Watch their show. And if you don't, queue it up for tomorrow. Watch or listen. Again, we're on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, all that good stuff. Wednesday morning, Down Under Dynasty. All right, so we got these guys are we got Matt, we got Ben talking dynasty Wednesday night. Joe's on, Joe knows 8 p.m. and with uh Andrew Steele, right? So our, our man yeah. from across the pond, he's yeah. uh coming yeah. back this week. So so yeah. that's NFL discussion, right, Joe? Wednesday, I think I think I'm getting a, a, a reprieve from you know who. Uh so I think I could take over from here. But Wednesday, Wednesday is like our, our loaded day. We try yeah. to have, we try to have episodes every single day, but Wednesday is definitely a busy day for us, as uh, Coach was saying. When it start, it kicks off Wednesday morning with our team from uh, from Australia discussing dynasty football. That's Ben and Matt, and then Wednesday nights we've got uh, the show that I host along with my new co-host uh, Andrew Davids Andrew David Steele, and he's in the UK. So. We've got we've got global reach. I love it over here. Yeah, and, and then, then after that, there's dollars to deuces. You want to you want to get risky? You want to gamble? You want to win some money? All right, Nate, Rich, and Abe got you. Then Friday nights we at seven p.m. We got two shows Friday nights. We take care of you at seven seven p.m. We got George and we got Justin TGIF. It's not thank God thank God it's Friday. It's this guy is fragile. They're talking injuries. And then after that, another phenomenal show. We got Nino. We got Jared at eight thirty p.m. Talking NCAA football, Debbie, like this is, they're passionate. If you think they're passionate about IDP, which they are, their college football discussion is like out of this world. These dudes are, are, are getting requests from like all other websites, podcasts. They're trying to get these guys on because they really know their stuff. So that's P2P. Yeah, and they're getting, and they're, getting, they're getting great guests of their own on the show yeah. now too. Yeah, man, they're, they're working. So they're, they're probably like the hardest working guys at the network. After that, Saturday nights, 9 p.m., Dash of DFS. We got Dirty Jobs. We got Joe talking DFS lineups. And then Sunday mornings, man, it's a fun show. The Blitz, 10.30 a.m. This is your show. You're, that's This is why you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel and you want to be alerted when we go live. We go live Sunday. And these guys answer your questions in the chat. Those last-second start-sit questions, those things you're nervous about, 
they help you make those decisions. All right. So that that's that's the uh, show schedule. And again, check out toiletstitles.com. We got articles going up there. You can find all of our content on there. All that good yeah. stuff. And Joe, did you hear we're doing a hundred dollar Fanatics gift card giveaway? Did you hear about that? I heard. I heard. It's good news. So, so there's gonna be some lucky winner out there. Yeah, we're doing it. So November first on this show, this show, we are going to draw using random.org. We're gonna put these names in. The way to enter for a chance to win this $100 Fanatic gift card during any of our live shows has to be live. You are going to comment, I am a T2T Fanatic, and then put your Twitter handle in parentheses next to it so we can access you because sometimes your YouTube name doesn't match up to your Twitter name. We can't find you. I want to be able to find you. So I'm a T2T Fanatic, parentheses, your Twitter handle. If you don't have that, your email, whatever, some way that we could contact you, okay? You can do that. You can do that every episode. So if you if you come on like every time we have a show and you do that, you could enter by November 1st like 70 times, all right? Now, if we get more than 50 individual entries, I am going to also give away a $50 Fanatic gift card. It's 150 bucks. Buy yourself a jersey. And then the second place person, put that as a down payment to a jersey, whatever the hell you want. A pair of Crocs with a Denver Broncos logo on it. That sounds like something a Denver Broncos fan would wear, right, that's, Joe? That's something Dirty Jobs would wear. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So whatever, whatever you want to spend that money on, all right? So I am a T2T fanatic, all right? The other shows, they're going to keep tabs. They're going to let me know. And uh, we're going to – because we want to show our appreciation. We're at 777 subscribers because of you, and we appreciate you. So thank you for subscribing and tuning in. And hopefully that's a way we can uh, – Go ahead and show our appreciation. So, Joe, let's talk about some injury news. You brought brought it up earlier. I feel like it wouldn't be wise to talk about anything other to start the injury discussion than Tua Tagovailoa with one concussion, one back injury, very severe, scary. Now, yeah, I don't know. I don't. There is no timetable, correct? Like we, there can't be a timetable for his return. Uh, you know, I haven't checked, but I would assume not. I mean, no. it was it was ugly, and um, you know, there's a lot of speculation that he was concussed the week before, uh, which I don't think he was. I don't think I don't think it would have sent him out there. Uh, at least that's what I like to think. But yeah, this this last concussion was pretty ugly. Yeah, yeah, it is. It was scary. I mean, all you know, head injuries are, are no joke, man. And uh, just wish him well, and honestly, hope ultimately. I, I don't even care i'm sure he doesn't care if he sees the field again i mean i'm sure there's a part of him that that wants to get back out there but the main thing is like god help him like hopefully there's no long-term damage like no brain damage like this guy can live a normal life like he's blessed you know he's made millions of dollars playing football even though he hasn't been around too long first round pick even if he doesn't step foot on a field again hopefully he can he can take the hard-earned money you know he made and, and live a happy life, you know, without any, you know, that's what I hope for, for Tua. And hopefully well, that's the case. Have you, have you written him off already? I mean, I haven't written no, him I'm off. Just, I'm just saying, I'm not, I haven't yeah. written him off. But at yeah. the bottom level of all, thi- all potential outcomes, mm-hmm. the lowest level, like, I mean, yeah, I hope he can play again. I yeah. hope he can, he, but like, I hope he can at least Man. You know, no, 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 like long-term effects, side effects for this guy. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. But I mean, he has. I mean, and I'm not joking about it. It's just a, an honest observation that he's been really fragile so far in his in his NFL career. Um, I so, would say unlucky. I would say unlucky because those though yeah. that you know that contact like like Dak's injury with the thumb injury. I feel like that's unlucky. Like you know, I you think that, that's more. I think that's more unlucky. You know, I, I do. Like there's different yeah. types of injuries and. And how they occur and what type of injury. I mean, he's not a big guy anyway. You right. know, he's not a, he's not a very big guy. So you know, we'll see. I mean, hopefully he comes back from the from you know, and he'll be back from the concussion. Obviously, how long it is, I'm not, I'm unsure, of course. But you know, hopefully he'll be back. And he was having a nice season. You know, the uh, that offense is the Corvette that's dying. Yeah, you know, that, that's dying to be driven. And um, you know, with Tyree Kill and and. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry, what's his name? The other wide receiver on Brain Party. Jalen Waddle. And Waddle. I'm sorry, my favorite wide receiver from the previous draft. I know, I know. It's been a long day. Been a long day. Yeah. But man, that, that offense is just beautiful. Those wide receivers are, are fantastic. And uh, you know, they need a quarterback, and he was looking he was looking like the man. 
Here's a name to know. You know, everyone thinks it's Teddy Bridgewater, but John Laub, the gridiron scholar, was on our show this summer. The man he was talking up was Skylar Thompson. So if you're in Dynasty Leagues, yeah, you know, and Uncle Steve, I got to talk to Uncle Steve because he listens to this show, and this dude takes all the guys I talk about before I get a chance to take them. So luckily, any leagues I'm in with Uncle Steve, I've already checked before I talked about Skylar Thompson tonight. So he's already yeah. rostered. So you can't yeah. steal him from me. <laughs> but that's an interesting cat. Laub, nobody was really talking about him in, in the draft circle, in the draft community, but John Laub was. Yeah. And the Dolphins liked him. The Dolphins played him a lot this preseason, so that's a guy to pick up. Uh, Daniel Jones is considered day-to-day, but is expected to make the trip mm-hmm. to London. Javante Williams out for the season with a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Bummer. Yeah. Well, they've got Melvin Gordon, and they just, um, you know, for everyone who was, you know, holding on to, you know, grab Melvin Gordon. And, and he was, I mean, I don't even know if he could really be considered a handcuff. It's more like 1A, 1B over in Denver. With their with the running backs, and that was a really good duo. But um, Melvin Gordon's gonna, you know, he's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, Justin knows Steve very well. I Steve's can confirm. I can yeah. confirm. Yep. And uh, but you know, Melvin Gordon, they just picked up Latavius Murray. Yep. Uh, so that that was a great that was a great little snipe from yeah, because he looked there. good. He played well. He did. Yeah, he's thirty-two years old, but the guy, you know, the guy keeps chugging along. It's not like he's thirty-two isn't that old, but like for a running back, it is. For but like, back, you know, it's really not that old. Maybe I'm just saying that so I can know, hear it myself because I'm thirty-five. He, but <laughs> I, I remember the the glory days when I was thirty-two a long time ago. Uh, but he was, uh, but he, did, I don't think he's got that. I see him as, as Murray is not having that wear and tear on him that other running backs have had because he really hasn't been like a true true blue RB1 for an NFL team, you know, if ever, at least not for a very long time. So, you know, he, you know, he missed out on the, you know, luckily the, you know, the daily pounding that running backs usually take. So right. that's what that's, I think that's why he's got his longevity, but nice move by the, by the Broncos and plucking him from the saints. All right. The last thing I want to discuss is just Jonathan Taylor. He didn't practice Monday. He has a chance to play week five. He's probably one of the players like, most fantasy managers who drafted high are probably very frustrated with, and they're probably frustrated with his coaching staff and Justin's in the comments. He's probably frustrated with the way he's being utilized and the way he's Mm -hmm. producing. And I've been, people are asking me questions. Should I, should I ship Jonathan Taylor? What should I do? I don't think you can, because I think the value would be too low, but I also think it's ultimately going to work out. If you can hang on to him and you're not in desperation mode, I feel like you have to, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think he's just too good. He's young. He's got a long ways to go. And, you know, speaking about, you know, um, I, I guess the the manager, uh, the I know Ursay, the owner of the Colts, you know, I saw some blurbs, some blurbs by him today. You know, it sounds like he was giving some sending some warning shots to both the GM and the head coach. So these guys, it sounds like these guys are on the hot seat and quite frankly, deservedly so. I mean, it's not easy getting a quarterback. That That's like the team's you know, weakness right now is not having a franchise quarterback. It's not easy to get when the Colts have been a competitive team for a long time. And when you're not picking high in the first round, you know, you wind up, you know, looking for, you know, kind of like the retreads. Yeah. So hopefully he plays this week. We'll see. Hopefully he's healthy and hopefully he can stay healthy. But speaking of shots, you're talking about Jim Irsay taking shots. I know this isn't a baseball show, but Aaron judge, I believe just hit the 62nd home run. Cause my dad just texted me. He did it. So you care about baseball. You know, I know Yankees are like very polarizing. Some people like them, some people dislike them, and he—I I, I think he did it. I just got the text message. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, you know, it is. congratulations get, get, to Judge. Yeah, get the monkey off his back, and I got two more games after tonight, and uh, then it's playoff baseball, man. And me and Joe, we got to spend a beautiful night, City Field. I think in August, awesome. man, it was yeah. beautiful Subway Series game. City Field is absolutely beautiful. We, we're going to make it to a playoff. Actually, game. Gonna... it was July. It was actually July. July is a great it month. Like, it was. It, it was a. It was it, July. Was this was like the hottest summer of my life, and July was you know incredibly hot here in New yeah. Jersey. But that night was beautiful. It was beautiful, really nice. beautiful sunset. But anyway, Joe. Yeah. Tonight, you know, what we want to do before we get into all the regular stuff, we want to talk about the divisions in the NFL, and who yeah, is the top dog. So, Joe. Who who did you expect? So let's not talk about what actually has happened. Okay. Who did you expect to be the top dog division heading into the season? 
I think it's pretty clear that it was, you know, most people thought, deservedly so, it was going to be the AFC West. You know, that looked like that was going to be by far uh, the best division in football. And, you know, we're only a quarter. I brought this up with Coach before the show. I thought it might, it might be a pretty cool topic uh, for discussion that, you know, where are we right now, basically one quarter of the way through the season? How are the divisions uh, looking? And me, myself, I think the AFC West is still, you know, there's so much, there's so much talent there. Uh, there's been a lot of underperforming, but they don't look as, you know, when you look at all the teams, except for Kansas City, uh, you know, it's it's all kind of like in, in not playing up to expectation. Pretty much every single team except for the Chiefs. Yeah, man. Yeah, the, the AFC West, it just looked like they were loading up. And, oh, yeah. you know, the, the moves the teams in the AFC West made overlooked the moves Philadelphia made. And the moves Philadelphia made are like the dividends they're paying are the, the they their GM like we're not worthy. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Bradbury, like Chauncey Gardner Johnson, AJ Brown. And, and I was talking to some Eagles fans today and they put it in a very good way. The moves they made weren't just moves to bolster certain positions. The moves they made strengthened the squad and allowed some of the other players who are more middle tier players to mm -hmm. fall into regular roles and not have too much expected to them. And now mm -hmm. that less is on their plate, they're executing. So the team overall is just a better football team. And that's how it usually works though. That's how you, that's how you usually get all the other players who are not, you know, pro bowlers who are not stars to level up, you know, like they, you don't notice like they're not really in position to, to make as many mistakes because they've got they've got a good amount of uh, talent around them, superior talent ar around them to really make a difference. So yeah. the, the, like, the mid tier guys will definitely look better. But now I'll tell you, I can do a whole episode, uh, like a good 30 minute discussion on the Eagles. And I'm a Giants fan, obviously, and coach is a Cowboys fan. We're you know, we're both in the uh, NFC East. The Eagles, man, that general manager, Howie Roseman, is an absolute genius. Uh, this team is – think about this, John. Think about this. They have at least, again, for like the third year in a row, they've got at least two first-round picks in 2023. It might even be three, but they've got at least two. One of those picks is the Saints' first-round pick in 2023, that the Saints, uh, they, they switched first-round picks uh, with, the, uh, with the Eagles' this past draft. And they wound up – the Saints wound up moving up to get uh, a lot of – but the, but the Eagles have their first round pick and the Saints right now are one and three. Yeah, man. Think about this. Jalen Hurts is is definitely looking like their franchise quarterback. They could have potentially like a top five, top seven pick in the 2023 draft from the Saints. They don't need a quarterback. Think about the value they can get for trading back for a team that doesn't need. You're going to have like a team like the 49ers who are going to cough up three first round picks, something like yeah. that. It's scary. Yeah, and the it team is. is already loaded. Man, what what's up, Big Pat's Sports Talk? My man, Big Pat's Sports Talk. What's up? Big Pat is one of the best giant content creators out there. One of my favorite. I love the guy. Big Pat, thanks for joining in, man. Really appreciate it. Man, I'm glad you explained that to me because I thought he was a Patriots fan. <laughs> you have Big Pat, huh? Big Pat. Big Pat. No, he, like Big he Pat's a, Sports Talk. Big, yep. Big Pat is a true blue Giants fan. He's one of the smartest content creators out there. Uh, I love the guy. Everyone, especially if you're Giants fans, please check out Big Pat Sports Talk. You're yeah. going to love his content. Absolutely love it. Pat said he was going to – Pat, we got to tell you something, man. We're doing a giveaway. I'm going to give you an opportunity because you might have missed it. If you comment right now, I'm a T2T fanatic. You enter for a chance to win a $100fanatics.com gift card. Get yourself a Giants jersey. So if you just put that in there, and then if you have a Twitter handle, just put it in parentheses so I can track you once we uh, – once we do the giveaway, we're going to do it on November 1st. Lincoln was here. Hey, guys, someone is offering me Bateman for Komet. Oh, we got a question, Joe. So mm -hmm. and then we'll get back to this division discussion. Someone is offering me Bateman for Komet. It's 1.5 tight end premium. I don't need tight ends. I have Kelsey and Andrews, but we can watch wide receiver. Yeah. That's, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to think about it. There's you got Kelsey and Andrews. like, And not just that, really, what's Cole Komet been? Yeah. You know, besides like a blocking tight end, unfortunately. Man, you know, what is what does this guy see in Cole Komet? Yeah, this other guy. What does he know that we don't know? 
Maybe he yeah. works on the Bears. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe but it yeah. is Cole. Maybe but, it is Cole Komet, or it's Cole Komet's godmother. Yeah, Lincoln. No, okay, it's Dynasty. No, but still, you know what? It's Bateman all the way. It's Bateman. I, I think we've seen enough. I've seen enough of the sample size of Cole Komet to you know think that he's not fantasy relevant. He's not right. fantasy relevant. Lincoln and, and Big Pat Sports Talk. I'm going to say it one more time. You got, I got you right because Big Pat is asking what was he supposed to type. I am a T2T fanatic. And then put in parentheses your Twitter handle. That way I could track when we do that. We're on November 1st, we're going to randomize a winner. And then I could DM you and I could get your address and send you the gift card. All right. So it's Lincoln, it. you could do that. Big Pat, you can do that. All right. Yeah, now, Big Pat and Lincoln, it's a hundred dollar gift card. November yeah. 1st, we're going to randomize the winner. All right. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, which I know you both are. But all right, Joe, let's briefly we, we talked about who we expected to be the best. Not they're not the best. The AFC North is, is kind of rocky. Pittsburgh looks like they're going to have a, a losing season for the first time under Mike Tomlin. The AFC East, pretty dominant with the Bills it and is. the Dolphins. And I also don't think the Bills have peaked yet. I, I agree with you, and we'll see what happens with the Dolphins and Tua. Tua is very, very important. Uh, AFC also, South is poor, but the Jaguars, it, I think, are better than people are giving them credit for. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see that, actually, because I'm, I'm happy to see Trevor Lawrence succeeding there. I knew once they got Peterson in there, he's a legit NFL head coach, that things were going to be better. And they're looking legit. Uh, these, you know, The AFC North is definitely not the beast that it used to be, and it was for a long time. Right. Um, it, it definitely not. All these teams have, have taken a step back. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Bengals, but all these teams have stayed, taken a step back. The AFC South, Tennessee is not what it was for like you know, the previous four or five years. It, simply not. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. You know, they're, they've been a disappointment so far. They're still a tough team. I haven't given up with the Colts. I remember last year they started off really, really slow, and then they uh, they bounced back. They didn't make the playoffs, but they were still like, you know, 10 and 7 or something like that. And Houston's been – they've been they've been fighters. Houston's a long ways off, but I like I like how they're, they're doing. They're like pretty much in every game for the most part. You know, they're, they're fighters. But right now I'd say like, man, the AFC East is – you look at the Dolphins – you look at the Bills and the Dolphins – and the Jets are two and two, and the young, the young talent is really starting to, is really starting to shine. All right, now the NFC. Record wise, you think you know the NFC North, but I, I don't really think Vikings are very good. I don't think the Packers are very good. The Bears stink. The Lions, you know, they could play offense. Their defense is terrible. The NFC South, not good. The the Panthers stink. The Saints, the Falcons, yeah. and even the Bucks Oof. don't look very good. Tom Brady. You know, they're, they're having trouble. The NFC West is all two and two. And I, I think, like, on paper, the NFC East looks the best, but the NFC West, until, like, Dallas is playing the Rams this week, and this is a little mm -hmm. tease. My betting lock of the week is the Rams minus 210. I, I'd put 200 bucks on the Rams to beat the Cowboys this week. You know, and I'll, oh. I'll get into that more later. Yeah. It's gonna, I mean, no, the I Cowboys think... aren't winning four games. Like, we're not going into Philly. Cooper Rush ain't winning the first four games of this season. We're, you know, we're not going into Philly four and one. It ain't happening. You're right. Well, is Dak going to be playing this week? Is there a chance I don't think he's playing so. this week? Okay. There is a chance, but I don't think so. I, I mean, they've done things that surprised me in the past, but yeah. but I don't think so. But Joe, talk about the NFC East. Talk about the NFC West. Let me know what you think is the strongest division. Yeah, I agree with you on you know with the North and the South. The South stinks. I mean, the Buccaneers are. I think they're looking kind of scary. I mean, they finally got their weapons back. Like Godwin, Julio Jones is back as well. Yeah, Evans just only had a one-game suspension, just had a monster game. Uh, they've got the weapons. And they've got the quarterback. I'm worried about Brady, where his head is. Uh, they still have a really good defense, but I'm just not feeling it from them. Panthers stink. Saints stink. I thought the Saints were – there were some people, quite a few people, it seemed like they were buying into the Saints this year like they were last year. And I, I just wasn't buying into the Saints at all. They're stinking pretty much like I thought they would. Uh, but I do like how the Falcons are trending. Not a powerhouse, but I, I like how they're trending, though. Uh, they're another team that that's fighting. The Lions are a really good one and three team. <laughs> I mean, they're not listen. They their defense thinks they've let up the most amount of points, but they've also scored the most on, most amount of points. Mm -hmm. Their offense is keeping them in games, and, and it's exciting to see. And that's even with their best two weapons out this past weekend. You know, they wound up losing, but it wasn't because they didn't score points. And uh, but you look at the NFC East, man. We were just we just spent time in Philadelphia. They are a true blue beast. And you look at you know. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts definitely has taken that step forward. You know, people were talking about his accuracy issues last year. It's not looking that way this year. 
you know, you got the AJ Brown effect. It kind of seems like I think it reminds us of um, when Buffalo Bills traded for Stephon Diggs, paired him up with Josh Allen, and Josh Allen took off. And as long as AJ Brown can stay healthy, that's always been a doubt of mine. As long as he stays healthy, he's like a top five wide receiver. And uh, Philadelphia is just loaded across the board. Uh, Dallas, I'm super, super impressed. I think like anyone with their defense. The defense is really imposing, headlined by Micah Parsons, and it's for real. Uh, and, you know, their offense, they're, they're three and one, and that's been without their, without their starting quarterback, uh, without, some of their, without some of their other weapons as well. And here they are still three and one. Their defense is pretty much the one, you know, the factor that's been keeping them in these games, but, they, they, but they're, you know, getting through this difficult part over here. They're three and one. That means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. And, and compared to these other teams that maybe we expected more, but, we expect it from and, and are underperforming. I think Dallas is, you know, they're three and one. That's really impressive what they've done without their starting quarterback. So, and listen, the John, my giants are three and one. I don't expect them to make the playoffs or anything, uh, but you know what? They've been beating the teams that they probably should beat, you know, and uh, you know, except for maybe Tennessee, but in hindsight, yeah, they should have beaten Tennessee. Cause I don't think Tennessee looks all that great either, but they're taking care of teams that in the past they wouldn't have taken care of. So, uh, but I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are are for real. And I think, you know, these uh, NFC West, though, John, you were talking about, I agree with you. Like, they're all two and two. But I think that is like, you know, that is the best division. You know, you've got San Francisco now. has got Garoppolo at the helm. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. I don't I have never given up on Kyler Murray. I still think that team is really, really talented. They're hanging in there, hanging in there at two and two. I think the Rams still have you know, a step forward to take, you know, the talent is there. And I think they're definitely going to have OBJ back at some point fairly soon. And Seattle's been surprising at two and two. So I, I think the NFC West is the best, is the best team in the, in the best division, the NFC. But I think the NFC East with Philadelphia and Dallas is a really, really close second. We'll see. We'll see how Dallas plays LA. If even with Cooper rush, I expect them to lose, but if they dominate, the Rams defense uh, offense, like the 49ers dominated the Rams offense, even in a losing effort, then I'll buy in. Like then if I see they can do it against bullies, like when you can bully a bully, like it's one thing to bully teams with weak offensive lines, mm -hmm. which the yeah. Bucks, the Giants, Bengals, mm -hmm. you know, Washington. But I mean, the Rams have a weak offense, but like the Rams are reigning Super Bowl champs. If we can go into LA and bully like a team that, that bullied yeah. us in the past, like I I'll believe it. You know what I mean? But if I, I've said, I said this today to a few people, Odell Beckham, if I'm him, stop playing games. Yep. Go to Green Bay. Go oh, I'm thinking, play. I'm thinking go to LA. Go back to Forget LA. that. I want go nothing to, to do with LA if I'm him. That offense is a dumpster fire right now. I want to go play with Aaron Rodgers. It, it won't be if he's on it. It won't be if he's on it. Him and Allen Alan Robinson's no slouch. He's not Odell Beckham, but he, he's not a slouch. You know, I think Alan Stafford Robinson looks stinks. I don't. I think I don't. Stinks. Dude, he's look what the he... reason why Blake Bortles' career flamed out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, look, Blake. I'm exact. I'm joking. Stop I'm joking. It. I still don't like Allen Robinson though. Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns were a thing, but you know, with Blake Bortles, you know. Ooh, I I I, I like Hearns. I yeah. always liked Hearns. Yep. But Ooh, Nino, Nino says OBJ to the 49ers. To the 49ers. I mean, Ayuk. Uh, Debo, OBJ, I mean, it could happen. I haven't heard anything like that, but I'm telling you, if I'm him, I'm going to Green Bay. Like, and, it makes and if sense. I'm, it does. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. But if I'm him, I'm going back to the Rams. Go back to L.A. Nino saying Bailey Zappi. the big town. Equals Mac Jones. All right, we, 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 got, we got to keep rolling, all right? We got a little, we got a little behind. Um, I mentioned the Patreon earlier, patreon.com backslash titles. It's five tiers. Get in the Discord chat with Tier 1, which is $3. And get early access to the waiver wire episodes, as well as an invite to Frankenstein with Tier 2. That's $5, all right? There's three other tiers. You can check that out if you want to support the show. But those first two tiers, excellent value. Uh, last week, the games of the week, you guys watched the show. You know what we do. Me and Justin have a little bit of a competition. Uh, Justin had Chiefs at Buccaneers. It's 41-31, 10-point differential. I had Dolphins at Bengals, which was 15 to 27, which was a 12-point differential. So Justin won this past week, but he didn't give me a punishment. So we'll we'll discuss it next week. All right. But the season's total point differential in our competition is 47 to 47 after four weeks, man. There was a week where he was way up. There was a week I was way up. 
Now we're tied 47-47. So this is this is getting exciting. So week number five, our games of the week. Justin has Bengals at Ravens. Sunday night football, that'll be exciting. I have Eagles at Cardinals, which is uh 425. And I don't like to jinx my Cowboys. That's why I didn't take their game. And Joe, I see you took Cowboys at Rams. So we got some exciting football this week. I think it's a great test. I think it's it's a, like you were talking about with their defense. I think it's a great test for their defense. And I think it's a it's a good test for the Rams too. Um, you know, like you said, like their offense hasn't been, you know, hasn't been as we expected. And uh, we'll see though. But it is a really talented team overall. They've got their own good defense, and I, I think that's I think I, that's probably the game I think is going to be the most exciting. Speaking of like, we, I mentioned the NFC West being like the top dog, even though they're all two and two. Me and you picked games where the a, the NFC East is going up against the NFC West. Eagles, Cardinals, Cowboys, Rams. So I mean, in a world yeah. where if if the Cowboys and the Eagles beat up on the Cardinals and the Rams this week, you know, then we could say you know they're the best division in the NFC. But I, I do yeah. think the Eagles are going to get the job done. But I don't think the Cowboys can 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 run with the 49ers or the Rams without Dak. But I've been proved wrong before. All right, my betting locks of the week. Joe, you got one in here too. I got Commanders plus two and a half versus Tennessee. I think Tennessee stinks. I got. I think uh, even you know even with the Dotson being hurt and banged up and not being out there, Terry McLaurin's due. Gibson's solid. Brian Robinson's coming back. That defense is still good. They played very well against the Cowboys' offense. I think the Cowboys' offense is better than Tennessee's. So mm-hmm. I think Commanders getting points. Give me that. And then the Rams minus two twenty versus Dallas. I just think the Rams are going to be pissed off. Donald Ramsey Wagner. They're going to get the ship back on track. And, and Dallas is coming in on a high, man. They're playing with house money without Dak. Like they, I know they want to win this game, but the Rams got embarrassed. They're, I think they're just yeah. going to come in with a chip on their shoulder, and I don't think the Cowboys are going to have that chip on their shoulder. But again, pr- I hope Dallas proves me wrong. I hope they come in. I hope they play every single week with a chip on their shoulder because then that will show me they got leadership, they got good coaching. But yeah. I'm not there yet. I don't mm-hmm. believe it. So I got yeah. the Rams. It would Go be ahead. an acceptable loss for Dallas. You know, there's yeah. no shame in losing to the Rams. Yeah, and they're probably looking ahead to Philadelphia right now. If Dak doesn't play, that means they're probably going to play him next week against Philadelphia. Their yeah. heads might already be in that game, you yeah. know. So, Joe, what is your betting lock of the week? I like – I really like – I love the way the 49ers are playing with Garoppolo and their defense is just looking monstrous right now. So, my lock is uh, 49ers giving six and a half points to the Panthers at Carolina. Uh, that's a spread right now at, as of like an hour ago on DraftKings. I'll take the 49ers giving the six and a half. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close at all. I think Carolina absolutely stinks. But I think the 49ers are going to really give it to them big time. All right, all right. I'm going to move on to the Turtle Heads. These are by yeah. Justin. He's not here this evening, but he brought them in for us. This week he's going to talk about the obvious one first. That's Melvin Gordon. He's never finished worse than an RB22. He was a top 14 running back or better for four straight years, which is pretty solid. Then he split carries with Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman in 2020 and was still RB22. Then RB21 while splitting with Javante Williams last season. It's not like Gordon has completely lost it. Now he takes on the lead role for the rest of the season with the loss of Williams. Mike Boone will see a, a little bit of an increase. You know, Latavius Murray will see an increase, but, but Gordon is the obvious winner here in Denver. There's more. All right. He faces the Colts this week. Then week six and seven are against two weak defenses against the run and the Chargers and the Jets. So his trade value will be at its highest after these next three weeks. Okay. So ride the wave, let them crush it for you, and then ship them. Especially if you're in a dynasty league where if you're out of contention and you could ship them to a contender who needs a running back. And you could yeah. get in some draft picks, some value. So uh, King Showtime wants to know Boone or Murray. I, I think it's Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. The I'm next with, one, uh, Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds. These are his turtle heads. With a practically even split, you may be able to get one of these guys for cheap. Mostert is even unrostered in 46.7% of leagues. But the fact is that they both get a steady workload that makes them both a viable flex option most weeks. And one of them will become a top 15 running back or better if the other gets injured. So, hedge your bets. All right, and then finally, DJ Moore. He says, I know, I know, but starting week number six, the Panthers face four of the ten worst defenses against wide receivers in four of their next six games. After getting his most targets, receptions, and yards this week against the Cardinals, it appears that he is finally starting to build a rapport with Baker Mayfield. I didn't start him this week, and this was the best week he's played. 
So yeah. I'm afraid to start DJ Moore. What about you, Joe? I've I've never really been all that big on DJ Moore. Uh, it, it's really it's nothing against DJ Moore, but it's always been the quarterbacks that he's had thrown to him. And Baker Mayfield, he scares the crap out of me. The yeah. guy just had what he had six passes, I think, just this past weekend. Six passes blocked. Yeah. I think the week before the Giants blocked, you know, quite a few passes as well. But it's getting, you know, it's getting ridiculous. All right, we got King Showtime in here. He's the one who asked the Booner Murray question. I'm assuming he's late. We're doing a $100 Fanatics gift card giveaway. We're going to do the, the giveaway. We're going to randomize it November 1st. If you want to enter for a chance to win, you can enter every single show live during the show. The way you enter is in the comments. Like you just commented, Booner Murray, you have to comment. I am a T2T fanatic. And then put in parentheses your Twitter handle so we can track you and find you if you win. So I'm throwing you a bone, man. All right. Dudes and duds, all right? My start sits column that you can find on toiletstotitles.com. My dudes this week, Tom Brady versus the Atlanta Falcons. Some people might be surprised. They haven't looked great. Mike Evans looked great last week. Chris Godwin looks like he's getting healthy, and the Buccaneers are reeling. Tom Brady will be on point. We'll get the squad back on track against a team that they're pretty familiar with, the Buccaneers, the Atlanta Falcons. So, you know, I think it's going to be smooth sailing. Start up Tom Brady. Russell Wilson versus the Indianapolis Colts. Now, last week I wanted to put Russ as a dude, but I didn't have the guts to do it. And I wish I did because he played well. It was his best game of the season. Was, I think I think he had three yeah. passing touchdowns. All right. Wilson showed out. All right. Two, oh, no, I'm sorry. He had two touchdowns through the air and one rushing. So he had three yeah. total. It's still three. Yeah. I think oh, Russ yeah. is starting to, he's starting to get it. He's starting to build some momentum. I think yeah. it's going to carry over to week five. New you offense. Know? You know, it, take, it could take a little time. Yep, and then next got James Robinson versus the Houston Texans. Robinson will bounce back from a disappointing performance against the Eagles. The Texans' defense has given up the most fantasy points to opposing running backs this season. J-Rob will be the latest back to benefit from that matchup. Next, speaking of Texans, I got Damian Pierce, who I said start last week. Starting him again. All right, I listed Pierce as a dude last week. He did not disappoint. Pierce tallied 14 carries for 131 yards and a touchdown. He's starting to really look the part of a bell cow running back. I'm going to ride the wave, man. I rode the wave with CPAT for a few weeks, Cordero Patterson. All right, he's hurt now. Damian Pierce, I'm going to ride the wave. He's high. He's starting to feel confident. And uh, it's a weak defense. It was at least a weak Russian defense in the Jaguars. So go get him. Next matchup you want. Yeah. And Terry McLaurin, he's due. All right, versus Tennessee Titans. The Titans defense is allowing the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers so far this season. Terry got the clamps from Trayvon and co. last week, which I called. I had him as a dud. But... I expect him to bounce back with a strong performance against a weak opponent. Next, I got Chris Olave at the Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks made Jared Goff look like Dan Marino in week four. So this week, whether Jameis or Dalton are at the helm, I expect Olave to have a strong outing. Olave is the wide receiver 16 in fantasy football through four weeks. And with this performance, I believe he'll hop into the top 12. Next, I got Zach Ertz at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a Zach Ertz revenge game. All right. Ertz saw two top five defenses against tight ends in the first four weeks of the season. And he still managed to make his way to tight end four. All right. And fantasy points scored this week. will face a middle of the pack Eagles defense that he knows. Well, I expect Zach Ertz to have his best performance as the Cardinal to date. So yeah. Book it. And, it. and it's not like Murray's have like, you know, low, he's not loaded with weapons to throw it to throw to anyway. So, you know, Ertz is, Ertz is, you know, is a perfect play there. Man, my kids, so so Emmett's on here, or Dylan. They want to know if I'm almost done because they're waiting for me to watch Lego Masters. We watch Lego Masters in our house, right? We, we finished the first three seasons of Stranger Things with the kids. We're not ready to move on to season four. But now Lego Masters, Will Arnett, great show. We like watching people build Legos. And kids, I'll be done in about 15 minutes, all right? So get ready. I'm ready to come up and watch some Legos. But I got to finish my dudes first. My last dude the evening is J.K. Dobbins versus Cincinnati Bengals. I'll admit... I was too scared to start J.K. Dobbins last week. I would, I was, and I wish I did. I, in SFB, if I had him, I if I had him, I would be too. Yeah, in SFB, I would have won the matchup if I started him. All right, he came back to bite me this week. I'll slide him in as a flex. All right, I'm not going to start him in as running back one or running back two. I'll put him in as a flex play. I feel his floor is high. Lamar will continue to freeze linebackers, which will give Dobbins room to run. So those are my dudes. Onto my duds. Matt Ryan at the Denver Broncos. The Broncos defense has been very strong against pass the pass, and they'll be getting after Matt Ryan in this matchup. Expect Patrick Sertain, the second, who shadowed Devontae Adams at times in week four to see a lot of Michael Pittman. 
Next, Matthew Stafford versus the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys pass rush has been making it very difficult on opposing quarterbacks thus far this season. I expect Cooper Cup to get his in this matchup, but I also expect a few sacks from the Cowboys and definitely a handful of turnovers from Stafford. All of the Dallas Cowboys running backs at the LA Rams are duds for me. I believe this is the week the glow of Cooper Rush wears off. The Rams defense will stack the box and dare the Cowboys to beat them through the air. This game gets out of reach. The Cowboys will abandon the run game and be forced to throw more than they want to. Next, got James Conner versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Conner has only topped 50 yards in the ground once this season and has yet to have a performance that landed him above RB17 in fantasy scoring for the week. The Eagles defense held James Robinson and Travis Etienne in check in week four, and they'll likely have similar success against James James uh, Conner in week five. He's due for an injury anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, wide receiver Mike Williams at Cleveland Browns. Williams is a dud strictly for the fact that there's a pattern developing. All right. And I believe I've caught on. All right. I like to see patterns and notice them. If you look at Williams's last four games, you'll notice that a strong performance follows a poor performance. All right. So it's on and off this week. It, the poor performance is due. So I got him as a dud. Next, I got CeeDee Lamb at the LA Rams. So I'm, I'm benching the Cowboys running backs. Benching CeeDee Lamb, benching Matthew Stafford. So I think the, the story is there's going to be a lot of defense in this game. CeeDee Lamb will get the attention of Jalen Ramsey this week, and I do not like the matchup for him. Lamb has rebounded well from after a rough week one, but I don't think he likes to be challenged. Like, I don't think he likes to have an alpha's attention. You know what I mean? Because I don't think he's an alpha. I think he's a great football player, but Jalen Ramsey is an absolute alpha, and he's going to challenge mm -hmm. CeeDee Lamb. And I have yet to see him step up and take that challenge on. Yeah. Prove me wrong. But until he does, I'm putting him as a dud. Next, David Njoku at the LA Chargers. David Njoku breakout is upon us, but this week it'll be hit. Uh, it'll be a bit of a speed bump. Chargers defense has faced Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey already this season, and they fared very well. They're prepared to eliminate Njoku from the game plan and force Brissett to look elsewhere. My flex, I originally had Cordero Patterson before the injury, but now he's out. Now I got Tyler Algier at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're coming in pissed off. That defense is fast and physical. Devin White is an absolute stud. Love. They're going to get after the Falcons. They're going to put it on the Falcons. They're going to punch them in the mouth. They're going to the, the Falcons are going to have to chuck to keep up with Tampa Bay. And uh, they're not going to be running the football. So I know if you have Tyler Algier, that's great. He's going to get touches, but this isn't the game to start him. All right. So yeah. that those are my duds and my dudes. You can find those on toiletstitles.com. Joe. We're on slow your roll. You're all in. This is your first time doing this segment with us. So I'm going to let you go first, man. So are you going to go slow your roll? Or are you going to go all in? You know what, coach? We're only one quarter of the way, way through the season, but I think I've seen enough. And listen, we still have, what, uh, 13 games left to go. But I think I've seen enough where I do think it's looking like more and more like it's going to be a Bills-Eagles Super Bowl in February. And uh, you know, I still think even though the Bills lost to the Dolphins uh, a few weeks ago, I still think the Bills are the better team. You know, if they meet each other, um, you know, later on in the season in the winter in Buffalo, it's going to go Buffalo's way. I think in the playoffs, the Bills are a playoff tested team. If they faced the Dolphins, I think they would I think they would beat them. And the Eagles right now are just looking like such a complete team uh, that, you know, I, I just think they, they look like the best team in the NFC. So I feel comfortable right now saying, you know, Bills, Eagles, Super Bowl. And, it, you know, it's not like too much of a uh, of a stretch to say that either. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that's too much of a stretch. You know, it's uh, the Eagles are playing hot. Like we said earlier, the Beagle, the Bills are the Beagles. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Eagles are playing well. They're peaking. But we also think the Bills are playing well, but they haven't peaked yet. Yeah. So it's safe to say that their best is coming. So I, I don't think that's too crazy, man. Justin is all in. For the Colts Broncos game on Thursday Night Football, all right, he's going to be doing a live reaction video on the channel during the game. So if you're watching the game, you want to see Justin's live analysis of it as a Colts fan. Make sure you subscribe and tune in because it's going to be I live on the channel. That's yeah. awesome. It is. It's a lot of fun, man, and he, he's a lot of fun. So I'm I'm looking forward. I'm definitely going to be uh, spending some time. Maybe I'll even jump in the stream with him. All right, bother him a little bit. All right, uh, Joe, you you already gave your Justin gave his. Mine is I'm I'm slowing your roll. You guys are both all in. I'm slowing your roll. Slow your roll on Cooper Rush. 
I hate to be as a Cowboys fan. I've said a lot of negative about them this evening because I am feeling good. You know, three wins, three weeks in a row. Phenomenal. All right. Phenomenal. The offense has looked like it's simplified. And I think we need to play that style of football when Dak comes back. Keep it simple. You know, like no, none of this crazy triple reverse nonsense. Like we're getting after a few big plays. Now we're losing eight yards and now we, we can't, you know, it just slows our momentum. All right, we, we need to chip away, and I think that's good for Dak. So I, so I think it's all good. I like Cooper Rush. He is an excellent backup. The defense is winning games. He's making the throws he needs to throw. Like, we're doing well, but, like, he's not a Pro Bowl quarterback. You know, he's not he's not a QB1. Maybe on some teams he could be. I'm, I'm very appreciative that we have him, but this ain't his team. And when, when Dak comes back, I think we'll see an uptick, you know, in that offense. And the offense doesn't have to be Undoubtedly. elite. You know, it doesn't have to be elite. Just got to be good. And yeah. I think the level of good will be higher than what it is now. The the defense can be elite. You yeah. just need to be – the offense just needs to be good enough. And with Dak at the helm, you know, with the weapons they have, um, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. It's, got good, it's got good enough written all over it. So I was surprised when you told me that, like, in Dallas land, that a lot of people talking about like Cooper – you know, taking over, you know, uh, the starting QB job. I, I didn't think that would no, be. No, no, and not in Dallas land. I, I heard Eagles fans today kind of talking. They were a little worried because they, they remember Nick Foles. And mm-hmm. they were comparing him to Nick Foles because, mm-hmm. you know, just how he's he's kind of even keel, just gets the yeah. job done, doesn't have too much zip on his throws, but he, he, he anticipates, he gets the ball mm-hmm. there. So they were just kind of talking about that, but I'm not ready to crown him just yet. But uh, we got jukebox talks in here. He said his friends want to trade. His friend wants to trade him, Jonathan Taylor for Ceh and Edmonds. I would do it. I know I'd Jonathan. I know Ceh is is pr- producing right now, but I if that's what it he's, takes to get me Jonathan Taylor, I have to admit, yeah. like I have to, I have to imagine he's gonna produce, man. He's gonna get it done. Yeah. Pacheco looked decent. I thought Pacheco's got some juice, man. Like I, I think mm-hmm. he might get some some more touches. If if Ch slips at all, I mean, I don't I don't think he's a RB one or he's elite, but I think he looked decent. I think there's a little yeah. bit of a a competition there, and I think it'll develop throughout the season. I want JT. Yeah, me too, hands down. Yeah, last year last year was not a fluke for JT. No, no, he's a stud. All right, the Colts got to figure it out, and they got challenged this week, right? So. They, they they should figure it out. But all right, this time next week, you got it, Jukebox Talks. Thanks. Hey, if you came in late as well. We're doing a giveaway, $100fanatics.com gift card. Buy yourself a jersey, the only way you can enter. You can enter during any show. Just type in the comments, which King Showtime didn't do. I'm going to give Big Spe- uh, Pat Sports Talk a pass because he put his handle in there. So I, Lincoln, I, don't, Lincoln think was, Big, I don't think Big Pat has a Twitter handle. All right, well, he just put his uh, – we'll, we'll reach out to him. Yep. At least he, he followed the rules somewhat. Mm-hmm. Just just write, I am a T2T fanatic in the comments and put your Twitter handle next to it so we could reach out to you if you win. All right, on November 1st, we are going to announce the winner. We're going to randomize it live on air. $100fanatics.com gift card. All right, so so get it in there. Get your entry in there. All right, this time next week, last, last week's predictions, Justin said – this time next week, we will be saying for the first time in NFL history, after just four weeks, there are already zero teams that are either winless or undefeated. So this means the Bengals beat the Dolphins, the Texans beat the Chargers, the Jags beat the Eagles, and the Raiders beat the Broncos. And he said this would be a hell of a parlay. Didn't go completely his way. Two out of four, though. So he was close. He was bold. And you know what? The Jags played well. The Jags had the Eagles early on, but the Eagles mm-hmm. came back and beat them. But solid. I said... This time next week, we'll be saying Tom Brady needs to hang him up because the, the Buccaneers is barely hanging on and he's getting beat up. And he got beat up, man. There was a few times he looked like his arm, his shoulder. He couldn't throw the football after taking a few big hits, man. And he's, they got to protect him. And I, he so I stayed I, home with yeah, Giselle. Yeah. So uh, maybe I was wrong, but we will know fairly soon. So this time next week for this week, Justin's prediction of what we're going to say this time next week is we want Joe back. So he, he thinks that the, the listeners, the followers, they're going to want Joe back. Justin, uh, yeah. J- Justin's just looking to retire. You're not retiring, Justin. Get out of here. So uh, people are having a hard time remembering what they're supposed to type in. I'm just going to type it in the comments. 
uh yeah, what they need to type in for, for the giveaway it's not very difficult i am a t2t fanatic that's it with your twitter handle that's it just throw it in there all right and, and we'll get you in there joe what is your prediction for this time next week I think my predict my prediction's kind of bold. I think uh, Jets are going to be three and two as of the end of next week, and everyone is going to be on that Jets hype train, and I think deservedly so. I think the Jets, throughout their history for a very long time, there's been a lot of false starts uh, with the team in terms of expectations. And uh, but you know what? Two weeks in a row that they've looked good. The rookie quarterback Zach Wilson just played for the first time this. He season. did the gritty. He hit the gritty. He did, and he which he is about as basic. Gritty, I'm I'm so over the gritty. Move on. Somebody like I'm over the gritty. I'm over this. Everyone, the defense is celebrating in the in the end zone after getting a turnover. Like I'm ready for something new. When everybody does it, like when everybody goes left, <laughs> go right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like kind of stand out. Be you your know? own person. Yeah. Yep. So, but maybe I'm maybe that's a grumpy old man. But you know what? I'm not even be like create something. Do something cool. Yeah. Like, but just don't do what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Be creative, man. Yeah. Mile high salute, one of my favorite celebrate, and that was pretty. So maybe this also makes me sound old and grumpy because that was pretty basic. But I thought that was like, yeah, when when TD Terrell Davis got in the end zone, put that ball down and did the mile high salute. That was like a statement. I used to love in in the eighties. I used to love when uh, Mark Bavaro tied in for the Giants. He scored a touchdown. He'd get on his knee and he'd he'd do the cross. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, he was also a Notre Dame player, so he was doing it there too. And and even uh, OBJ used to do the uh, what was what was it called? What was the dance move again that he used to do? The whip, the nay nay, the whip. The whip. That's it. <laughs> the nay. The he did the whip. Do you, do you know how to nay nay, Joe? Uh, no, but Joaquin does. My son. <laughs> okay, well, let's get him. <laughs> He's gaming right now. All right, He's all gaming. right. Save He's a little him. camera shy too. All right, next yeah. time. Maybe next he'll time. do it in Canton next year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bingo. All right. So my my prediction for this t- this week, uh, this time next week, we'll be saying the Cowboys need Dak Prescott. So this it's this is a culmination of all the comments I've made all episode for this very moment. This time next week, we'll be saying the Cowboys need Dak Prescott in order to contend with the top tier teams in the NFL. That's what I think we'll be saying. I think it'll be obvious. Like, I think we'll, we'll be able to play. The defense will be able to that's, play, but we'll look on a different level. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you, though. All Cooper's right. been doing a good job, but they want to, you know, get ready for the playoffs. I mean, we're a long way up in the playoffs, but listen, in order to go against the real top-tier teams consistently, and I still consider the Rams a top-tier team, you're, you're going to need Dak. I still give them a, a legit shot to win this game, though, the Cowboys, with the defense. You know, the, the Rams, I think, are looking kind of shaky themselves. But uh, they are going to need Dak back. Cooper's done a really, really good job of filling in and getting, helping them get to a 3-1 and one, uh, record. But they're going to need Dak back. Donovan Wilson has played very well, too. The safety, number six. Like, he, he's been lights out. The dude has been flying around the football making plays. And that's with J. Ron Curse gone. And I think with J. Ron Curse mm-hmm. back, they're going to be able to have them both on the field. And Curse might be back this week. I have heard Damone D- Clark. The linebacker from LSU, oh, yeah. he's supposedly yeah, yeah. he's going to get cleared this week. So they're going to have mm-hmm. like 30 days to move him to the active roster, but he's allowed to start revving up his work. And supposedly it's mostly going to be special teams work early on. But if we get anything from him, like, so there are some guys out that yeah, there man. is some promise. Tyler Smith's yeah. playing well. So, so yeah. things are good. But Joe, do you have anything to leave us with before we wrap uh, this thing up, man? Um, I guess, you know, everyone, hey, listen. Uh, join if you can come into my show tomorrow night at eight o'clock. I'm kind of like the warm up act for uh, for dollars to deuces that goes on at ten thirty. But my show starts at eight o'clock. I shouldn't say my show anymore. Hey, Rich Gonzalez, Rich Gonzalez is in uh, otherwise known as Frito Banditos in the chat. Uh, my show, uh, along with my new co-host uh, Andrew Steele Davis, starts at eight o'clock tomorrow, and we're going to be doing recapping the NFL games from Week Four, and we're going to be doing our picks for Week Five. Uh, so look forward to seeing everyone in the show, in the chat tomorrow, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. And once you get in there during the live stream, just mm-hmm. type in the comments. I'm a T2T fanatic. And just leave your Twitter handle after that so we can reach out to you if mm-hmm. you win and tune in November 1st. Find out if you won. $100 I'll gift card. Sh- I'll make sure I put it in the chat in the very beginning of the show. Yeah, because I guess I didn't do that. Maybe maybe I should have done that, man. But hey, Joe, thank you for coming out of the bullpen this evening, joining us. Congratulations to Aaron Judge for getting the 60-second home run. Melvin, yeah. I appreciate you 
for coming down. Oh, jukebox talk, jukebox. Lake, Lake submission. I'm a T2T fanatic. Brady Palkin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw awesome. that in the comments right now. So we have you. Sorry. Brady. Don't forget my – and don't forget my man, Big Pat, though. You got oh, I got him, him in there, man. So okay, cool, you. we got cool. two entries, man. So you tune in. And you, remember, you can enter every single show. So so come in every show. Stay for head-to-head after this IDP show with Jared Gray, with Nino, with Russ. You can comment in there. They're going to keep track. We're going to randomize, randomize it November 1st. But regardless, appreciate everybody for joining. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Podbean, Apple Podcast. Throw us a five-star review. Let us know you appreciate us because we appreciate you. Let's see you in the Patreon, patreon.com backslash toilets to titles. And good luck in fantasy football week five. Good luck with your betting endeavors. And uh, let's have a good week. See you soon. Take care, everyone.